To those of you listening to us on the internet and to the men and women in our armed forces wherever you may be around the world, and to our members and guests gathered here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message on this Palm Sunday is from the gospel that you heard read before from John chapter 12. I recall just these words. So they took palm branches and went to meet him. They were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, who came riding into Jerusalem to save you and me, my beloved. So, after six Wednesdays of Lent, we have finally arrived at the gateway to Holy Week, Palm Sunday. Seems to be a festive enough day. We brought out the palm branches and uh, we had the kids and our processional. What's this day all about? How do you define Palm Sunday? Is it sort of like a little companion with Easter? You know, sort of like a harbinger of spring where you put away the browns and the grays and the blacks and you bring out the pinks and the yellows and the whites? would have to say that uh, Palm Sunday is a day of contrasts. It's a day of mixed emotions. There's certainly enthusiasm in the air, but it's mixed with apprehension. To truly describe the meaning of Palm Sunday, you have to focus on the first Palm Sunday. It was a day to be remembered for ignorance and instability and mercy. The first Palm Sunday certainly was marked by ignorance because everybody in that welcoming party misunderstood who that guy was riding on the donkey and what he was coming to do. In an essence, to try to get to the essence of Palm Sunday, you really have to contrast the welcoming party with Jesus. So let's attempt to try to analyze that welcoming party by dividing it into the four groups that were really there. There were the common people. Then there were Jesus' disciples. Then there were the church leaders. And then there were the Roman soldiers, the occupying government. Palm Sunday was marked by the ignorance of the people. They didn't know who was riding on the donkey and what he was really coming to do. And when the people raised uh, their palm branches and shouted Hosanna, which means, by the way, Lord save us, what exactly were their expectations and what exactly did they want? Well, what they wanted is they wanted to be happy and they wanted to be comfortable and they wanted it right now. And they weren't happy. And they weren't comfortable. They had health issues. And they had economic issues. And they had political issues. Oh, sort of sounds like 20 to 2015 to me. And they all wanted it fixed. 
And along comes a miracle worker who not only multiplies food, but also heals the, the lame and the blind. Why, he even raised a guy by the name of Lazarus from the dead. What a king the miracle worker would be. One time, Scripture tells us that a big crowd one time tried actually to make Jesus come along with them and make him king by force. And he went away and hid. In their ignorance, they wanted a miracle worker to set up his throne in Jerusalem right now, right there, and then everything would be okay. And then there were Jesus' disciples, and they were ignorant too. They were walking alongside of Jesus, you know, as he was riding on that donkey, and I think they really had in their, in their mind that they were going to be the future cabinet members in Jesus' new regime. Just a few days earlier, James and John stepped up to Jesus, and they said, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. Even though Jesus had spoken about a spiritual kingdom, the disciples did not understand in their ignorance, they were still expecting an earthly king. And then there were, there were the religious church leaders. And in their ignorance, they said, If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. In their ignorance, they thought that Jesus was both a church wrecker and a revolutionary, one who would jeopardize both their power and the peace in Jerusalem. And finally, there were the Roman soldiers. And they really didn't know very much at all about what was going on. They didn't understand any of the religious issues of these odd people. They were just there to keep the peace make sure that the rule of law was carried out. All of the ignorance as to what was happening and why the carpenter was coming. But Jesus understood because he told his disciples just a short time ago and many times during his ministry, we are going to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later, he will come back to life. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many right over their head. Didn't register at all. Palm Sunday. What a day. It was a day marked by the ignorance of the welcoming party. But it was also a day marked by great instability. The first Palm Sunday could sort of be uh, equated with some unstable chemical ready to blow, maybe like uh, nitroglycerin. Or maybe weather conditions that all come together to create the perfect storm. Because in only five short days, all the people were going to turn and change 180 degrees. The people so excited. 
waving palm branches, yelling out, Hosanna, save us, son of David. By Friday, are yelling, crucify him. The disciples, early in the week, Jesus asked James and John, can you drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. And then in the garden, Scripture says, then all the disciples deserted him and fled. In the courtyard, then he began to call down curses on himself and he swore to them, I don't know the man. The disciples changed. And the church leaders, they changed too from behind-the-scenes plotters to activists. Let his blood be on us and on our children. We have no king but Caesar. Crucify him. And then there were the representatives from Rome. Pontius Pilate there to keep the rule of law, to charge the guilty, and to set innocent people free. I find no basis for a charge against this man. All of a sudden, a change from keeping the rule of law to mob rule. Wanting to justify the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The first Palm Sunday, marked by ignorance, marked by instability, but most of all, marked by mercy. The grace and mercy of Jesus. Because Jesus understood what it was all about. He understood how everybody would change by the end of the week, and yet unchanging and resolute, he comes. He comes to that motley crowd, all different, and yet at the very same time, all the same. Sinners! all undeserving of any kindness from God. But Jesus comes because the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles who will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him and three days later he will come back to life. For the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And we know that by week's end, Jesus did accomplish his purpose for coming because on Friday on the cross, he said, it is finished. He finished it all so that he could call back to himself all those people who had changed on the seashore, on Easter, Easter week, he calls to, P to Peter, and three times he says, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. To Thomas, he says, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Heaven, hears the voice of the centurion. Surely this man was the Son of God. And then on Pentecost, all those lily-livered disciples on Pentecost change into knowledgeable spiritual, unafraid men. Speaking to the Palm Sunday crowd, they said, therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. 
When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For Peter, and for Thomas, and for James, and for John, and for the centurion, and for all the people who yelled, Crucify him, Jesus came. For you and for me, he rides. So that we can become just like the little children along the way who eventually recognized him as much more than a carpenter, but the redeemer of mankind. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey. He will proclaim peace to the nations. And so today on this Palm Sunday 2015, we say, Jesus, ride on, ride on in majesty. In lowly pomp, ride on to die. Bow your meek head to mortal pain. Then take, O Christ, your power and reign. Dear Lord Jesus, come and rule and reign in our hearts and our lives now and forever. God grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen. Please stand. Peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate, he suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.
when he rode into Jerusalem for miles and miles around.